Today's devotion comes from John chapter 13, verses 1 through 17. Now before the festival of the Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart from this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The devil had already put it into the heart of Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to betray him. And during supper, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he had come from God and was going to God, got up from the table, took off his outer robe, and tied a towel around himself. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with a towel that was tied around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus answered, You do not know now what I am doing, but later you will understand. Peter said to him, You will never wash my feet. Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, you have no share with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only then, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, One who has bathed does not need to wash except for the feet, but is entirely clean. And you are clean, though not all of you, for he knew who was to betray him. For this reason he said, Not all of you are clean. After he had washed their feet and had put on his robe and had returned to the table, he said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for that is what I am. So if I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have set you an example, that you also should do as I have done to you. Very truly I tell you, servants are not greater than their master, nor are messengers greater than the one who sent them. If you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. Today's reading shows us that Jesus recognizes a particular time. There is a placement of time here that is seen in conjunction with Jesus from the preceding chapters that is restated in verse 3. He says in verse 3, knowing that the hour for him has come um, and that all things have been given into his hands, it says that he had come from God and he was going to God. And so there are three pieces of this introduction. When we take a look at what Jesus is saying here in relationship to how he had just concluded his teaching in the previous chapter, we learn that his hour has now come to depart from this world. And that's from verse 1 of our reading, uh, from today's reading from chapter 13. And this is in alignment with the point that Jesus had come from God back in 12 chapter 12, verse 44, where he said, whoever believes in me believes not in me, but in him who sent me. So he comes from God, and that the Father had put all things under his power, and that's reiterated in chapter 12, verses 49 and 50, when he says, for I have not spoken on my own, 
but the Father who sent me has himself given me a commandment about what to say and what to speak, and I know his commandment is eternal life. What I speak, therefore, I speak just as the Father has told me. So Jesus is, has come from the Father. He is going to the Father. He speaks on behalf of the Father. And now his hour has come to go to the Father. The hour that has come in verse 1 refers to Jesus' upcoming death. He is to be crucified. So when he gets up from the table, it says that he takes off his robe. Literally, he lays down his robe. He laid down his robe. Greek word is lombino for this reference. And that is found in verse 4 of our reading today. When Jesus lays down his robe, he is referring to laying down his life through the cross. So there is a correlation between this act of washing the disciples' feet and the act of going to the cross. In this reference to the cross, to his death, he refers to laying down his life. And then he talks about um, after washing the disciples' feet, um, he takes up his robe. He puts on his robe, uh, literally takes it up. And this symbolizes how he will be taken up after his death. He will be taken up and exalted by God. So just as he lays down his robe, he lays down his life. And just as he takes up his robe, he takes up his life. God will take him up and exalt him. So this foot washing reveals Jesus' love for his follower and hence God's love for all of creation, just like his cru crucifixion will reveal. So the foot washing and the crucifixion continue to parallel here. Foot washing is a cleansing. It cleanses the sweat and dust and dirt from one's feet. Crucifixion is also a cleansing. The crucified Messiah will cleanse his followers from all their sins. Foot washing is life-giving. When you wash and cleanse someone's feet, anoint them, it provides healing from the cuts, the scrapes, the dirt and the infections that may be lurking, the bacteria, and it provides new life. If any of you have ever had your feet washed, you know that experience of, of how um, you feel refreshed. And then crucifixion is also life-giving, just like foot washing. Crucifixion is life-giving by cleansing his followers from their sins. He prepares for them to receive new life for today and eternal life upon one's death. This all occurs through a relationship of faith with Jesus. Now, when Peter refuses to allow Jesus to wash his feet, this could create an issue because may he be symbolically saying that Jesus, you cannot die for me if the foot washing and the crucifixion are correlated, that seems to be what is implied here. No, Jesus, you, you can't die for me. You shouldn't wash my feet. And if that is the case, Jesus says, if that's your position, then you can have no part of me. And then Peter responds with 
a request to have all of Jesus. But Jesus says, you already have all of me because you have been bathed. Before a dinner, uh, any kind of a special dinner, you would go through a ritual cleansing, your head and your, your, your face and your hands and your body. So you would already be clean, and that's what Jesus is referring to. But he, he who comes, even after the ritual cleansing, who's cleansed all over, still comes with feet that have been walking on dusty, dirty roads. And so there is a need to wash the feet. So Jesus is saying that to have a part of him means that we need to allow Jesus to wash our feet. We need to allow Jesus to die for our sins. And that is the crux of the faith relationship. Well, we turn over our control to God. Now that the disciples have been washed and cleansed, the disciples are commanded to wash one another's feet. They are to serve the world with this love that Jesus exhibits, that comes from God. Yes, they are called to love one another. And this kind of love will now be revealed through the cross. So my question for you this morning to reflect upon is who are you called to love and to serve today? Who are you called to love? I pray that God will bless your reflection upon the devotion and that God blesses your day.